Hi guys, welcome to Adrenaline Fitness's podcast. This is Simon, and today we're going to talk about female hormones. So, female hormones play a big role when it comes to fat loss, when it comes to strength training, when it just comes to general life, daily life, whatever it is that we're dealing with. They play a big role in everything. So we need to make sure that we understand female hormones better. And with our boot camp, with our clients, personal clients, with our the audience that we have on Instagram, on Facebook, a lot majority of them are actually female. And we have actually talked about female hormones in the past uh, in our private Facebook groups and stuff, but uh, we've not really talked about it in the podcast. So this is really important for every female out there that wants to uh, continue working out um, healthily and see results going forward. And I hope this um, topic or this podcast or this uh, episode helps you guys understand what you need to do going forward. So we have broken it down to a fee- few things. Firstly, we're going to talk about the women period cycle, you know, how it's split up into two different phases uh, or three, if you want to call it three, um, how each phase represents something different and how it uh, changes our body's ability to actually effectively use uh, nutrients uh, differently. Secondly, we're going to talk about estrogens and progesterone, two different um, major hormones that are present in a female body. Thirdly, we're going to talk about what we can do um, during the PMS or period cycle or during the period time uh, how do how do females stay active how do they how do they combat their cravings how do they manage um you know the um the cramps and the severity of bloatiness and all that stuff and lastly we're going to give you some solutions on what you guys can do um on you know just being healthier with your hormones and being smarter with your choices with your with your food with your supplements and everything so i hope this episode helps you guys and listen carefully and take some notes if you need to and pass it on to your friends your mom your dad whatever it is so let's talk about it so female hormones actually play a big role when it comes to effective fat loss so it's really important that you know your period cycle and how your body reacts to it and that is the most vital thing that you can do you can actually start tracking it there's so many apps out there to track it or you can just write it down on your on on a diary and just track it for a, consistently for a few months to see what your period cycle is. Is it regular or is it irregular? What's going on, right? Um, and keeping track of it can be a difference between shedding body fat and putting on extra layers of fat. You know, there's such a small difference there. So, basics. Women's period cycle is split up into two phases, right? The follicular phase, which is day 1 to day 14, and then the luteal phase, which is day 15 to day 28. Okay, typically it lasts for 28 days and then you've got the ovulation day, you know, in between. Um, so let's talk about the follicular phase uh, first. So the follicular, follicular phase starts from day one of your periods up until day 14, till your ovulation. During this phase, your progesterone levels drop, right? And your estrogen levels rise. So you need to remember that. So because, because of this, your body gets into a phase where it absorbs carbs effectively. Right in this phase, carbs are very like good for you in a way. This is where you can increase your intensity and volume of your workouts by going for heavier loads, focusing more on strength training, you know, focusing on major compounds, you know, your squats, your deadlifts. Try to lift heavy on those because you have extra strength because of the increase in carbs. Right, the carbs will give you that fuel to lift heavier and recover faster for your next workout. So during this time. 
we would recommend you to go on a high protein, moderate to low fat, and a moderate to moderate to low or moderate to high carb diet, depending on your activity levels and your you know all that stuff. That also depends. Don't just go. Uh, oh yeah, Simon told me to do that on my day one to day fourteen, so I'm just gonna go on a high carb diet. All right, after day fourteen, how come? Hey, Simon, how come I put on fucking two kilos? What's wrong with you? You just gave me the wrong advice. No shit. Obviously, if you're just gonna go and eat shit and eat whatever you want on a high carb diet and not work out, you're gonna put on fat, right? So hear me out. You have to be working out. You have to be. You have to be doing some strength training over this time. Otherwise, it's difficult for you to actually convert that carbohydrate into fuel or into muscle, right? So, again, the best time to have carbs is after workout or at night. So make sure you're timing it properly. So the luteal phase is where, the, well, the next phase, which is the luteal phase. Let's talk about the luteal phase. We just talked about the follicular, so now let's go into the luteal phase. The luteal phase is where the progesterone rises and the estrogen drops. So it's the opposite here. You know, followed by PMS symptoms such as bloating, headache, you know, weight changes. Your weight definitely goes up on your period. Women, if you check your weight on a, on your period, don't check it because you're going to freak the fuck out. You're going to stress out. You're going to be like, hey, how come I'm up two kilos? What's going on? Like I'm losing my mind. Yeah, it's normal. It's just because your body retains water and that's just a normal thing on your period. You get bloated. That's why your weight goes up. So stop checking your weight on the period days. Check it after. Right, just just so you don't cause a national freak out, you know, you get what I mean. So yeah, um, during this phase, your body is actually in a position to use fat as its fuel much better than carbs. Right, so you need to focus more on endurance-based workouts, like higher intensity workouts, like more hit type of workouts with shorter rest times in between. Uh, that's because your body is in a better state to use its fats as its main source of fuel. This allows you to burn fat faster, actually, because, like I said, your rest times are shorter, you're doing more fat loss-based workouts, more high intensity, you're sweating more, plus you're on a lower-carb diet during this phase. So that allows your body to use the fats that it has stored or the fat that you're feeding it as its main source of fuel. And, again, this allows you to burn fat faster. This allows your body to tap into those existing fat storages. So... Again, during this luteal phase, it's best to go on a higher fat, higher protein diet, okay? Minimize carbohydrate intake if you can. Maybe just have it once a week after your workout. Uh, that's, one, that's one way to do it. So I hope you understand the difference between follicular and luteal phases, how follicular has um, higher estrogen levels and lower progesterone levels. And how luteal phase has lower progesterone, well, lower estrogen levels and higher progesterone levels, and how it impacts your body's ability to use, you know, different types of carbohydrates or fats accordingly. So, let's go into estrogen versus progesterone. Now, a common problem is for women to have too much estrogen compared to progesterone. It's a condition known as estrogen dominance. Now, not only does estrogen dominance lead to mood swings and irregular periods. It often leads to fat gain as well due to how it can trigger a cascade of changes to your hormones involved in metabolic rate. So your metabolic rate, you know, fluctuates up and down depending on the hormones. And that's if you are very estrogen dominant. Now, there's some evidence that estrogen dominant people, which often coincides with elevated cortisol, right? So people who have a lot of estrogen um, 
they do get ele- elevated cortisol levels, so it means their stress hormones is quite high. Um, they also get increased appetite, um, and they also it leads to unfavorable changes in the hunger hormones, such as leptin and ghrelin. So you're constantly also getting hungry because of the hormone issues. All right, it's not just because you're hungry; it's actually your hormones playing a role here. So this, along with the decrease in physical activity, can lead to women experiencing an excess of calories which lead to fat gain again it's all coming down to the hormones because again some things you cannot control are your leptin and ghrelin and how your body releases them and then that's what triggers that emotions or that cascade of you know increased appetite and that's where you over binge and that's you know add that in with the very low activity levels you're going to gain fat it's excess of calories that's basically the formula right more calorie intake than calories being burnt so yeah that's what's happening here so where does this excess estrogen come from well let me tell you where it actually comes from it actually comes from chemical products such as female cosmetics right body washes shampoos lipsticks lotions and all the good stuff right all the stuff that is chemically produced now women are known to use these products these cosmetics more than men right it's very normal right because you know we all got to look beautiful so um because of constantly exposing yourself to this it 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 really really screws up a lot of things in your hormones because again we don't really notice this but over time after 5 10 years it will play a role because you're just using plastics and all that stuff on your body on your face and if you're not using nat- nature products then you're going to struggle you're going to take in all these chemical toxins into your body right um add that in with like i said with a poor diet with a poor lifestyle and no exercise you're bound to get hormonal hormonal imbalances right so what you want to do is you actually want to cut down on your toxic estrogen exposure by using natural personal care products and avoiding plastics get plenty of physical activity if you can right train with weights that's really important train with weights to improve your body composition body composition means lowering your body fat intake and well lowering your sorry lowering your body fat percentage and increasing your muscle mass that's what body composition means also a high protein intake with plenty of antioxidant rich fruits such as your berries you know your avocados and all that stuff and vegetables especially cruciferous uh, veggies is that how you pronounce it cruciferous veggies such as broccoli and cauliflower sorry me english no good huh? um but yeah uh, these vegetables like broccoli cauliflower all these they really help um will help you detoxify these toxins in your body right what i would also recommend is getting a toxicity test right meaning check for levels of lead or other metals in your body consumed over the years again from the cosmetics from the plastic containers that we eat in and all these things um they play a role and they accumulate over the years and that leads to a lot of metals in our and a lot of lead in our body that we don't even know of so we hear about hair loss a lot in the aging population right uh, especially with women women talk about losing hair already at the age of 30 35 they talk about losing hair already now hair loss can also be related to hormones how well think of a poor thyroid function plus toxicity such as metals and lead in your body that equals hair loss and that's very very normal and very common in today's society elevated lead levels 
it comes from basically cosmetics. Like think of think of a lipstick. The brighter the lipstick, the more lead there is. Now, any woman that's working in an office type of uh, vibe or environment is probably going to be wearing lipstick two three times a week, right? Um, this is part of their dress code and whatnot. So you can see the exposure to lipsticks and all other cosmetics every day of the week, right? Every day of the week. You're wearing it for, what, eight, nine hours a day. Um, and you can tell, like, you're putting so much plastics on yourself. And not only on your body, you're actually consuming it through your skin, uh, through your mouth, and all that stuff. And that's leading to all these issues with your hormones. So actually, one thing I would, again, like I said, I would recommend everyone getting... Oh, especially women who are not who are having hormonal issues and whatnot to get a toxicity test right to check for your lead levels check for your other metals in your body um, another thing is to get some dental work to get rid of the lead and the metals around your mouth right once you get rid of that around your mouth you will notice that you might actually lose weight very fast why it's because you just cleared out a lot of the bacteria in your mouth a lot of the toxic metals, a lot of the lead that's being digested into your body and that's causing issues with your with your digestion because there's so much metals there that your body cannot really, or your gut cannot really function properly. It cannot really digest the foods properly. It cannot really take in the nutrients that you're giving it properly. So it's causing a lot of issues. It's actually disrupting the flow of your gut and your health. So again, just doing simple dental work can help you kind of lose weight, start losing weight uh, more consistently. Like, like I said, just to get rid of the bacteria and the toxics around your body. So I hope that makes sense, you know, with stuff, the well, the cosmetics, the, the products, the, uh, the plastic that you are exposing yourself to daily, it's actually causing more harm than good. And you don't really realize it. Because you think, oh, it's really normal to lose hair, or it's really normal to have irregular periods. It's not, all right? You're actually supposed to be very healthy. So if something is up there, if something is not right, you better go check. Not with a doctor. Don't go to a doctor because the doctor will just be like, hey, uh, oh, it's very normal. Just go home, take this fucking Panadol or take this medicine. You'll be fine. Well, I can prescribe you medicine as well. It's, if you want, just pay me 600 bucks as well if you want, or 700 bucks, just like you would pay for your doctor, I would prescribe you the same medicine as well. So you rather go to a functional medicine practitioner because they give you more, um, like I said, more information about yourself. It's not just about, oh, what's wrong with you? Here's your medicine. No, functional medicine practitioner will ask you, hey, what's your lifestyle like, right? What have you been doing the past 10 years? What products do you put on yourself, right? What do you eat on a daily basis? Do you work out? Do you sleep properly? What's your stress levels like, right? Do you have relationship problems? Do you have this? Do you have that? So there's so many issues that come up because you're giving them all the information that they need. And this is valuable information. And I'm sure, you know, if you go to a doctor, they'll never ask you this. They'll never, never ask you this. So it's better you go find yourself a coach or a functional medicine practitioner that will help you understand your body better. So going into the, th into the next part, what to do during PMS and during your period cycle, your period times. Well, it is important that females stay active during this phase. Now, a lot of the times females will be like, hey, I'm on my periods. Um, and we have experience with that with our clients. Hey, I'm on my periods. I don't want to work out because, you know, I'm bloated and I'm feeling 
uh, nauseous or I'm cramped up, whatnot. Um, actually, you're supposed to stay active. You don't want to be inactive. That actually increases the pain and whatnot. So doing activities that you don't normally do, such as Pilates, yoga, going for like a long walk, going for hikes, can be a good way to keep active without overexerting stress on your body. Now, we understand the female body gets extremely stressed out during this time. So it's really important that you don't overstress it with heavier weights. Better you do something light, something chilled out just to get you more relaxed into a better state of mind and physically relaxed as well, right? Um, also, to combat this, you have to increase carb intake. And let's go into the nutrition part during the PMS time. You have to increase your carb intake. So keep your carbs for dinner, I would say, or after workout, right? If you're doing a workout, if you're doing Pilates yoga, just keep your carbs for after that. Now, what you can do, another thing you can do is go for dark chocolates at 85% or over or 80% or over. just helps you, you know, sort out the cravings of sugar and whatnot, and dark chocolates are a healthy alternative to that. One way to do it is actually placing a little box, like a box or like a block, block, block? Yeah, a little block of dark chocolate on the roof of your tongue. That just helps you get rid of the cravings and feel that pleasures of the dark chocolate and the taste and the beautiful smell of it without overindulging, right? Another thing is red Spanish wine, right? If you need an alcoholic beverage, Red Spanish wine works wonders as well. And this is something that we do recommend for our menopause women as well. Um, there's actually a lot of theories backing it up where Mer Spanish wine such as, Mer I don't know if it's Spanish, but Merlot, wine like Merlot or like dark chocolates can really help you get rid of like menopause symptoms. I mean, menopause is going to be there, but it just helps you deal with it better, right? It just helps you understand it, crave it better. So if you actually, you can actually have like a glass of red wine Merlot or Spanish wine or something at night, not like a glass, huge glass, like a small glass, and with some dark chocolate. I guarantee you, after a week, you will feel so much better, right? All those menopause symptoms will actually go, well, it won't go away, but they will definitely reduce in its effect, right? So, yeah, also during the PMS time, like I said, so we talked about increasing carb intake, very important. Uh, dark chocolates and Spanish wine. Another thing is supplementing it with magnesium, such as uh, chelated magnesium. So this can help you relieve stress and allow you to get optimal uh, sleep because I know that women struggle to sleep during this time. Um, so it's really, really important that you relieve the stress by taking magnesium. So magnesium is a, um, a, a product. Well, it's also a abundant in foods but you can't get enough in foods you would have to eat a lot of a certain food to get it but getting a magnesium supplement will help you wonder take do wonders to your body it'll just help you relax for a long time again magnesium is responsible for helping you sleep helping you increase your serotonin levels and helping you reduce stress so um, you can actually go for three to four times more than the recommended dosage of magnesium you can actually go to up to 300 to 500 grams of magnesium per night depending on how stressed your body is during this time. If you're overly stressed, then I would recommend higher dosage. And if you're also overly stressed, I would recommend more carb intake. But you have to be smart with the carb intake. doesn't mean you go for junk foods or chocolates and or the breads and shit. Go, go eat smart foods, man. Have like lower GI fruits, have some lower GI carbohydrates like your quinoas, uh, your brown rices, uh, your sweet potatoes. These are 
these are good options, right? You don't need to go and binge on a burger or some shit, all right? You don't need to go to Shake Shack and binge. So yeah, just be smart about it. So yeah, talking about carbs, don't be afraid of carbs, right? Women who are on a diet to lose weight tend to avoid carbs even during their period cycle. And that leads them to binging on junk food that they shouldn't have because, again, they are not in control over their hormones at times because of certain uh, hormones such as leptin and ghrelin get uh, triggered and you just feel hungry and you just feel the cravings or you're going to give in 100%, right? Willpower, um, there's actually a nice book talking about willpower and environment. So it says like willpower uh, doesn't exist. It's all about the environment. So if you have crazy willpower but we stalk yourself or stalk you we, st we put you in a room with like donuts and junk food and all this shit and your hormones are kicking in chances are you're gonna eat that stuff right willpower doesn't matter in these points so environment is very very important so yeah use carbs and fats effectively just to allow you to see optimal changes in your body so again Going back to the phases of your period, make sure you're tracking it. Make sure you understand when to have carbs, when to have fats. I hope you've taken notes with this because, I mean, you're going to have to go back and listen to my rant again uh, just to figure out what I just said. But I'll just summarize it for you again. Um, follicular phase, you need to increase your carb intake and lower your fat intake. Um, luteal, phase, luteal phase, you need to lower your carb intake and inc increase your fat intake. right? But the protein stays the same. Remember that. So, what is the overall solution that I would give to a woman that is experienced, or that, that is getting into lifting weights and wants to be healthier and wants to see changes? Firstly, eat enough protein. That is the most important one, right? Have to have at least 1.5 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram of your weight. Uh, that's the most important. Secondly, work out. Do strength training and do it more often. Weights don't make you big overnight, baby, all right? You need to do weights, and you need to do full body. So stop going into the gym and just doing fucking booty workouts, okay? Just by putting a band around your knees or around your glutes, doesn't. it's not going to help your booty grow, right? You need to do stuff like your squats. You need to do your deadlift. You need to do your chest press. Chest press? Breast? <laughs> no, chest press. You need to do push-ups, you need to do your rows, you need to do your pull-ups, you need to do your lat pull-downs, you need to do these things, right? Your upper body is just as important as your lower body, right? We men don't only look at your ass, right? We look at other things too. Uh, I, I winked there. Uh, you didn't see the wink, but no. Seriously, you got to look after your whole body, right? Having a dis disproportionate ass, like a Kim Kardashian ass, it's not very attractive, right? You need to look after your full body. You need to have strong shoulders. You need to have strong back. Because, like I said, if you're just working on your structure and your body, upper body is not uh, doing the same type of work that your lower body is, you're going to have issues going forward, right? You're going to get injuries and all that stuff going forward. So make sure it's evened out. Thirdly, cope with your stress, right? Meditate. Go for walks. Spend time in nature. Especially during the period cycle, during the PMS times, you need to do these things more often. Although it should be a regular thing throughout your lifestyle anyway, it's meditating, go for walks, spending time in nature, but do extra amounts of it during the PMS times. Number four, avoid processed or junk carbs, especially if you're using it to cope with stress and emotional spikes, right? So you got to be smart about that. 
So I would rather opt for healthier and lower GI fruits or vegetables or even grains, such as quinoa, sweet potato, brown rice, like we mentioned earlier. Um, And lastly, supplement. You need supplements, all right? It's impossible to live in Hong Kong without the right supplements because our food system is fucked up. Our lifestyle is fucked up. We're living in concrete. We're living under so much stress. Um, it's, It's an expensive city. Um, food is not cheap, organic food is not cheap, so you need to make sure you get your supplements as well. So supplement with D3, again, someone who doesn't get enough sunlight, you need D3. Uh, Supplement with magnesium, supplement with fish oil, right? These three important, very, very important supplements. And magnesium would be the most important, like I said. Magnesium just helps you calm down, relieve your stress, and increase your serotonin levels that just helps you sleep better at night as well. So... It also helps to take probiotics if you're having gut issues, you know, if you're having constantly, like, if you have bowel gas or, like, bloatiness and all that stuff, it's really important that you do take probiotics. Now, probiotics can also come from foods like kimchi, kombucha, um, yogurts, kefir, all these things. Well, Greek yogurts, right? So make sure you're getting probiotics. Make sure you're constantly cleaning your gut out because... Again, everything starts. Gut is your second brain, right? Brain. So you, everything starts from the gut. If your gut is not healthy, you're gonna struggle. So yeah, I hope this um, section or this episode about female hormones helps you understand more about females' hormones. Huh. Yeah, no shit. Oh, that's the whole point of this podcast. But yeah, I uh, hope you understand what your phases of period cycle are and how you can manage it accordingly and how you can. Uh, take care of yourself and your health, right? And how you can see results better. So um, take notes, uh, write down what you need to and start applying it into your lifestyle right away. And yeah, let us know if you need any help. Always reach out to us. We know where to find us on Instagram, on Facebook or on WhatsApp. See you around.